Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Just recently, I had the privilege of sitting down with podcast host, author, and former atheist, Tony Myers. We had this great conversation about how God's goodness really open the door to his heart uh, to give his life to Jesus and uh, share his powerful testimony of being healed of ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, His testimony is so full of the presence of God, and I know that it's going to bless you guys. So you guys are in for a great treat. Be sure to listen to the end for a powerful prayer from Tony. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network through which I am licensed and ordained and life-changing productions who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at christinapereira.org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinapereira.org slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to be and do all that God has called us to do. World changers, light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues that we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation, but you can address those issues with Plexus plant-based products. You guys, I have to tell you, I have been on the Plexus bandwagon for the last two months, and I'm so thankful. I've noticed some big changes in my body. I have so much more energy than I used to, and I'm sleeping better, and a lot has changed, so I'm really thankful for that. If you're encountering issues with weight gain and blood sugar imbalance and things like that, I would highly recommend you check out the Plexus products. And I'm so thankful if you click on the link I've provided in the show notes, you can receive 10% off your welcome package and free VIP membership. It's a health assessment quiz. And once you tell them what you need, they'll recommend 
uh, the right products to fit you best. So thanks so much for being a Revealing Jesus listener. I've got a great offer for you guys today. I want to help you grow your faith and experience the promises of God. I have this beautiful Promises of God Creative Journaling Bible. It's a modern English version and you can get it for a discount right now through Charisma. I will have links in the podcast show notes. And of course, I also have a Healing Scriptures by Joseph Prince. This is one of my favorite books. It's such a great thing to feast on, both of these things. If you are believing God to move in an impossible situation in your life. So be sure to check out the show notes to get both of those resources. And as always, when you do, you help support Revealing Jesus, and I'm so thankful for that. So without further ado, let's listen in on my conversation with Tony Myers. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me today. He is one of my fellow CPN hosts. He is the host of Pushing the Boundaries podcast and the founder of Outside the Four Walls Ministry. Welcome to the podcast, Tony Myers. Thank you, Christina. It's an honor. Oh, the honor is all mine. You know, it's such a pleasure to get to sit down with so many people and hear testimonies of Jesus's faithfulness and goodness. I feel like I have the best job in the world. Isn't it amazing? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've told our listeners so much about you. Can you share something with them? Maybe something personal just to help get to know you. Well, at heart, I'm just a hillbilly. I love the outdoors. I love working with my hands. Uh, I love carving, welding. And so the place the Lord's put me has just been amazing because my, my personality, I'm really a hermit. <laughs> as incredible as that sounds. I would have never thought that I'd be in the public eye and speaking the gospel. Oh, I love that so much. Isn't that just like Jesus? (laughs) It is. It so is. You know, I I can really relate to that. I, I have a very introverted side. I love to read. I love to write, which makes me well equipped for this. But, you know, a little... I don't like having my face on video. That's, you know, really not my thing. I don't really like being out in public all that much. And isn't it amazing? He knows exactly how we're created. And yet he's like, okay, I know that you're this way, but I have so much more for you. (laughs) (laughs) And the sincerity flows through, you know, um, we have a cave on our property and I love going down in the cave and just praising the Lord and enjoying just the natural surroundings. Oh, I love that so much. There's nothing like seeing the beauty and majesty of God in nature. It's so inspiring. I love that. 
Well, I have to ask this question because this is revealing Jesus. How did you meet Jesus, Tony? All right, let's throw a little shocker in because my story is always full of shockers anyhow. Oh, that's good. We like shockers. <laughs> my first meeting with Jesus did not go well. Oh, wow. I was eight years old. Jesus appeared in the bathroom. I was taking a bath. Wow. He just <laughs> appeared. Now, my little eight-year-old mind saw Jesus as stern. Mm. I hear other people that have seen Jesus, and they're always like, well, love filled the room, and this and that. And I was like, I thought he was stern. He didn't say a word to me. He had his arms crossed, and it was that was the starting point of me going into atheism because I was like, dude, if you ain't going to talk to me, I ain't talking to you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and ju just another little story. Recently, a um, high school, well, actually, it would have been elementary school friend. Uh, we connected and she told me now, I don't remember telling anyone about that, about seeing Jesus. Mm. She said, I came up, told her and her friend about it. And she said, the one thing that always struck her was that I was terrified as I told her. Mm. And she was like, I remembered that because... I remember your voice was quivering and you were just terrified. And so that, like I said, always a lot of shockers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so most of us are familiar with the stories. You know, I, I was essentially into drugs and all that. I, I was an atheist for most of my life mm. and did not want anything to do with Jesus, did not want anything to do with God. I was very rebellious, angry, all of that. Mm. Um, I literally signed up for the military. They wanted to make me an officer. And I said, no way. I said, I want infantry. Mm. And that's the way I was. I was set on hurting people. Mm. And then many years later, and th there would be times, of course, that people would come up, try to talk to me about Jesus and if they if they were female, they would get a tongue lashing. Mm. If they were a male, I would just jump on them. Mm. Uh, so a pretty violent lifestyle. Mm. Then back in, in around 2006 is I started softening up. 
And a big reason for that was I met a Christian woman. The first time I had actually had anything to do with any Christian. Mm. And now I did not tell her straight up I was an atheist. I said, me and God have a problem with each other. (laughs) (laughs) But she was my first introduction, really, to someone that really believed in the goodness of Mm. God. Uh, because my every way I was introduced to Christianity, it was always about accept them or go or burn. Mm, yeah. And even though I was totally insane at the time, that just turned me off. Mm-hmm. And so. I went those many years, and then that's when suddenly my future wife shows up in my life, and I see an aspect I had never seen before. Mm. Yeah, it truly is somebody in love with the goodness of God who truly believes that and encounters that that can make the difference in people's lives. I think that's what a lot of people are missing is the goodness of God. Amen. It it really is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Amen. At least in my case, it wasn't people telling me I better straighten up that led me to the Lord. It wasn't people threatening punishment that led me to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, what really led me to the Lord was his goodness and my healing. Amen. Absolutely. You know, I was actually listening to a, um, a audio book and it was talking about, um, how most people actually are not atheists, even though they claim to be, um, they believe in God. It's just that there's been this deep wounding and hurt within their heart, um, that causes them to say, okay, well, if, if you're gonna, if God, you are, who they say you are and mean judgmental um punishing kind of person that i i I don't want to know you you know how would you say that was exactly right yeah that is exactly right now back then i would have never admitted to it yeah yeah but that is the truth i made a choice because of the way i perceived god to be I made the choice not to follow him. Yeah. And it was the same. Most people see Jesus as the good one and God as the, the one that will strike you down. Mm-hmm. I saw them both that way. Wow. Wow. And, you know, the truth is, is that, that they are both good because it's the father who sent the son. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. Yeah, I can really relate to that. You know, I, the household that I grew up in was very punishing, very intimidating, physically threatening. And for a lot of my, my life, my Christian walk, I was really kind of afraid of the father. And, but I love Jesus. 
Um, but I'm so thankful that the Lord has really revealed who the Father is to me, that he is just as good as Jesus. And so is the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I he, they are all good. <laughs> you know, yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, there is. Um, there's a, a wrath out there against sin. Um, but thanks to Jesus, for everyone who believes, all of that wrath has been exhausted in the body of Jesus. And it's no longer on you or towards you anymore when you become a believer and when you accept what Jesus has done for you. you know? And actually, Christina, this is something that people don't realize. One definition of that word wrath is passionately pursuing. Ooh, I like that. God is passionately pursuing us. Mm. With his goodness and mercy. <laughs> Amen. So tell me how I tell me a little bit about your testimony. You had this great testimony of how the Lord healed you from Lou Gehrig's disease. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. So my testimony, uh, there's two important parts. And one is. I'm the poster child for what not to do. Oh. <laughs> I am the absolute poster child for what not to do if you need healing in your body. Mm. And my testimony does a very good job in destroying what I call trash traditions. Um, other people say sacred cows. Other people say uh, traditions of man. To me, trash traditions. And the biggest part of it is that here I was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease. I actually had a big, long list. There, there wasn't a part of my body that wasn't suffering from something. Mm. For instance, I had the worst case of emphysema that the lung specialist had ever seen. Mm. So, and the first thing that Lou Gehrig's attacks is your lung muscles in most cases. Wow, I didn't know that. And that's what the majority of people, when they die, it's because they're, they're, the, the muscles themselves have been destroyed because the nerves Mm. Um, and that's the way with the majority, that's how they end up dying. Mm. Now, myself, it started in 2006 and it developed very rapidly by 2010. I was already in the wheelchair. Wow. And now this whole time in 2008, I moved from Alabama to Virginia to be with my future wife. And as soon as I got here to Virginia, before then I had been healthy, never saw a doctor. I hated doctors. Uh, and I was a welder. And so nothing ever physically, I mean, I didn't really experience physical problems mm -hmm. up until that time. And it was like everything came on 
at one time. So then uh, from 2006 to 2012, I was healed July 4th, 2012. Wow, that's great. And here's the thing. And this is something that I really want to stress with people. So in my case, I developed something called gastro, um, yeah, gastroparensis, mm. something like that. Gastroparesis, that's mm. what it was. Yeah. My stomach was paralyzed. Normally that's not associated with ALS. Mm. But that started in 2006. I would not get hungry. It felt like I had rocks in my stomach the whole time. Mm. Now, I am still saying I'm an atheist. I haven't read scripture, didn't even own a Bible. Now, my wife, she loved the Lord. She had a Bible and all that. But not me. So, here's the kicker. While I was denying God, while I was denying Jesus, I would only eat bites at a time every two or three days. From 2006 and then to 2011, I wasn't even eating enough to sustain my body then. Mm. Jesus was sustaining me. Mm. In spite of the fact I was still denying him. Wow. <laughs> and then it was around January 2012, my stomach quit completely. So anything that was ingested was just sitting in my stomach, turning to rock, literally turning to rock. Wow. And it was that time in January 2012, it quit completely till I was healed on July 4th. Wow. So seven months you went without being able to digest food. Exactly. With zero nutrition, wow. zero sustenance. Now the speech and swallowing therapist, he surmised I got about 220 calories put into me a day. I had no intravenous feeding. I had no feeding tube. Wow. 220 calories is about a spoonful. Mm. And that was because they would have to put drops, just little drops of insure on my tongue mm -hmm. because I couldn't swallow. And I would choke if you put any more on that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so you're talking about a spoonful of insure a day that was just sitting in your stomach. Mm. That's how merciful the Lord is. Yes. And at the same time, this is also an example of just because you're not recognizing something doesn't mean it's not there. Mm -hmm. No one recognized the fact I should have been dead. The fact that I was still alive was a miracle in and of itself. None of us, including myself, saw that. Wow. 
if one person had mentioned that, and really, I did not get the full scope of this until I started writing the Lord Jesus healed me. Mm. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I shouldn't have even made it into 2007, mm -hmm. much less 2012. Wow. But that's who Jesus is. That's so amazing. You know, I think one day when we get to heaven, he explains all that we've walked through in this life. I think we're going to be really shocked and amazed at the stuff he saved us from. I really do. Amen. Yes. And so I, I like telling that to get people aware, be more sensitive to the good that the Holy Spirit is doing and less sensitive to the things of this world, to the symptoms that we're more sensitive to what he is doing mm -hmm. and not to our perception of what, of the lack, then guess what? We'll be able to recognize much easier mm -hmm. what he is doing that will fuel us on to expect for more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's all about what we're, what we're focusing on is what we will manifest. You know, if we're focusing on the goodness of God and the King and his kingdom, if we're focusing on the empowering presence of the Holy spirit within and upon us, then we're going to be able to walk out a more effective Christian life. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. And so here I am suffering and Trust me, I'm really leaving out a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. There were so many little miracles along the way and so many things that happened. But it was July 4th, 2012. I'm in the wheelchair, which I stayed in the wheelchair. There was no way that my wife could transfer me. The, the wheelchair wouldn't even fit into our bedroom. So mm -hmm. I was in the living room in the motorized wheelchair, 2407. And I have been trying to figure out how I could kill myself because in my eyes, yeah, I wanted my wife's suffering to be over. Yeah. As well as mine, but more for my wife's sake. Here she was trying to take care of me and ill-equipped to doing, to doing that. Mm-hmm. And I just was ready for it to be over. Yeah. And so I would try to figure out, how do I end this? Here, it seems like I can't die. Mm. <laughs> how do I kill myself? And uh -oh. when you can't move anything, it's pretty hard. Two weeks yeah. before my healing, I did run the wheelchair down our four-lane highway, trying to get people to hit me, and no. they wouldn't. Oh. So here I am, July 4th, trying to figure out how to do myself in. Hmm. All of a sudden, keep in mind, I've got no idea who the Holy Spirit is. Hmm. But all of a sudden, the thought came, that Jesus suffered more in one day than I was suffering. Mm. 
Yeah. Then I started imagining the whipping post, mm -hmm. but then it turned into an open vision. It yeah. looked like a hologram. I, mm -hmm. I knew I was still in the trailer. I knew I was still in the wheelchair, but it was as if I was standing right in front of him. Mm -hmm. And the sight was horrific. Yeah. You know, he would, he, the Roman satyrian was lashing out at Jesus. The only suitable way to describe it would be with a demonic fury. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I saw the blood spatter. I saw his flesh being torn first from the front. This is something people don't realize that cat and nine tails would wrap around his front first mm -hmm. and rip the, the flesh off of his ribs. Mm -hmm. That's where, and in the King James version, it says, I can see all my bones. I can tell yeah. all my bones. Yeah. He literally could. Yeah. And I saw the, the blood pulled up uh, around his feet. And then the scene transferred to him being on the cross. Mm. Once again, he did not even look human. Yeah. The only human aspect about him, and there's, I couldn't even do justice to what I saw, but his, our gaze locked. Mm. And there was just love that filled his eyes mm -hmm. and probably for the first time in my life I felt peace mm. it was overwhelming the best way I can describe it is liquid gold yeah and then that's when and once again I didn't know the Holy Spirit so it was I didn't even, I it wasn't pre-thought out or anything yeah. like that. I just said, Jesus loves me. Yeah. I said that three times. Then yeah. I said, back pain leave. Because I had massive amount of back problems. Um, and with ALS, you do feel pain mm -hmm. until that specific nerve, the sheath, dies and that's very violent and that is very painful as well mm. so it was back pain be gone three times and then it was in jesus name three times now now i know that was the holy spirit mm -hmm. but at the time i had no clue yeah <laughs> And all of a sudden, I recognized all the pain was gone. Mm. Then I ju just said, fingers move. Now, I couldn't talk. So when I say say, it was more thinking than anything else. Mm -hmm. But then my fingers started moving. Now, I went, I went to the threshold of the door and showed my wife my fingers were moving. 
And then I went back to the living room. And that's where I said legs move. Mm. My legs hit the floor. Literally at the same time. I said, Jesus, don't let me fall. Yeah. And then I stood up and started walking to the bedroom. Wow. That's amazing. That is so incredible. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just celebrate with you. We just celebrate with Tony, God. We thank you that it's your goodness and your kindness, God. We thank you, Lord. How did your life change after that moment? Oh, pretty dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, it, it was as if I was doing everything for the first time. Mm, yeah. Imagine being an infant with the intellect of a grown man. Wow. I was, yeah. I was doing everything again for the first time. There was such a freshness and a newness. Um, it was prior to that I saw I saw everything. It could be a bright, sunny day, yet all I saw was darkness. Mm, the yeah. moment I was healed, it was the exact opposite. All I mm. could see was brightness. I could be, it could be dead of night out, yet I would see brightness. Yeah. Were you able to see the good in everything once you were healed? Yes. Yeah, I can completely relate to that. You know, I had um, an experience where I was going through some very serious sickness. Um, I had Lyme disease and four different autoimmune, and they thought I was developing blood cancer. and It was really bad. But the Lord just showed up, and I, I will never forget it. I was, you know, I was Baptist, and I, I had no grid for it. You know, I had no grid for the presence of the Holy Spirit. And, um, he just showed up and he did things. And I remember that how dark it was and how afraid it was. And because he was there, I went from seeing the terrible all the time to actually getting a life is good sticker and putting it on a car that I couldn't even drive at the time. <laughs> yeah. Amen. That's awesome. And that's, yeah. that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. Um, you know, I was on cloud 113. You <laughs> yes, I, I, I get it. I, uh, that is, that is amazing. I just, I love Tony that the transformation wasn't just in your body, but it was in your soul. And, and that's yes. when Jesus heals, he heals us spirit, soul, body. It's just incredible. And I like to say, you know, it's just up to us to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. and grab a hold of it and you know that's when I started throwing myself you know actually you know it was July 4th so me and my wife decided to go to the church was having a worship service mm -hmm. outside at a strip mall and we decided we we're gonna go and show everybody now I had gone to church 
about 12 times, mm. roughly, give or take. Uh, they would come, they would bring the church van and literally lift me up into it and all that. It got to the point where that turned out to be impossible. But so we had gone to this church and they were having the worship service. And so me and my wife decided we'd show, we'd show up. We had had no plans because I couldn't travel. So mm -hmm. we decided we'd go. I hadn't driven since 2006. And I told my wife, I said, I'm driving. And she's like, no, you ain't driven. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> she's like, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so I drove, we drove there. And then of course, we got there early. The, the one woman that saw us was the business manager of the church. And she couldn't believe it. There's actually video of me walking in the parking lot. Wow. That's um, incredible. And then she was like, me and my husband want to take you out to eat. We got plenty of time before it starts. Mm. They took me a Cracker Barrel. I had um, country fried steak, mm. which the next day, the home health care nurse said that proved it was God because that first bite, my body should have gone into shock and I should have died. But after wow. not eating for six years, wow, I cleaned the whole plate. And, and this kind of funny was because Yvonne, she asked me, she said, can you eat? And I'm like, I don't know. I, <laughs> my stomach's burning. And they're like, you're hungry. <laughs> it had been so long since I'd been hungry. Yeah. I had no clue what it was. Yeah. It, it was funny because my wife was standing there and on. They just started laughing. It's like, you're hungry. <laughs> but that's how everything was a brand new experience. I love that so much. And I bet that country fried steak tasted really good. I can only, oh, yes. only imagine. Yes. Yeah. And there's actually the, her, Yvonne and her husband, which I didn't remember. It was like six months later. They sent me the video of me walking in the parking lot. And they sent me a video of me taking my first bite of food. Wow. How special is that? You know, Jesus wants us to enjoy this life. And he created, you know, our mouths to eat, our taste buds to just to be able to move. He wants us well. He wants us enjoying this life. He wants us testifying with our lives to the goodness of God. And Tony Years absolutely does that. Amen. He came so that we could live abundantly. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, Tony, this has been so amazing to hear your testimony. Is there anything burning on your heart that you'd like to share with our listeners today? What's burning on my heart is just emphasis on knowing God's will 
when it comes to healing. Mm. It is his will that all be healed. Yes. And if if somebody doesn't remember anything else, I want them to remember it is God's will. Remember, this is the creator who created our bodies to heal. Mm-hmm. There, there is absolutely no desire in him for anyone to be sick. And as, as I was given my testimony, he was sustaining me while I was denying him. Mm. That is how much he does want us well and mm-hmm. living that abundant life and through the abundant life because all of our needs are met now we're free to share Mm -hmm. with others and to put others first yes we know that all of our needs are met there is freedom in that to share so I just want people to settle the fact once and for all that it is always his will to heal. The problem is most time we rationalize things away mm-hmm. and we, we don't recognize when there's good things happening. Mm-hmm. And I did not, as I already gave the example. I didn't recognize the fact I was still alive as a blessing and a miracle. Look for those blessings. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge them. Thank the the Heavenly Father for them. And he's a multiplier and they will multiply. Absolutely. That's such a good point. I love that so much. A heart, a heart of gratitude knows many blessings. Amen. So good, Tony. Well, will you pray for our listeners before they go? I don't know if maybe there's some, maybe we have some professed atheists listening. Will you pray that God will just touch their hearts with his goodness and just remove that disappointment and that grief? I, I speak a melting of the stony hearts Mm -hmm. that the love of God is recognized that that thorny heart is replaced with a heart of flesh that is open Mm -hmm. to hearing God to hearing Jesus Mm -hmm. to hearing the Holy Spirit let the love of God fill fill you. Thank you, Jesus. And also, somebody's clavicle on the right side was broken. In Jesus' name, I speak life. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Four ribs on the left side of a woman's body and I believe her name is Anne. 
I speak life to right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. There's a brain tumor in the right frontal lobe. Mm. Right now, I speak that that no longer is there. The breath of Christ eradicate it now. Mm-hmm. Life. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. I speak. There's a, a woman with a tumor in her breast. I just speak right now, complete healing. The Holy Spirit's touching it now. I feel like this woman hasn't really felt the presence of God. And so I'm just speaking that a warmth of peace flow through her right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. And I just speak blessings over every single person and healing. The mm-hmm. Lord created our bodies to heal. Then he put himself, the healer, the Holy Spirit in us. My paraphrase of Romans 8, 11, the Holy Spirit is flowing through you, giving life to your body now. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I just speak, be blessed, be healed, and be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Tony. Well, I just agree with you for all of those people listening, Lord. I thank you for your faithfulness, Jesus, that you see and you hear and you know each one of us so intimately, God. So I just come into agreement with Tony and we just say, Lord, your will be done in their lives. In Jesus' name. Mm, Well, Tony, this has been so fun to have you with me. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. You'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Tony Myers. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.